Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome, everybody, back to the uh, Speaking Podcast. This is Jay Black, joined by Jessica Gibson. Hello, Jessica. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. And Bill is still on assignment. Uh, I realize since the pandemic started, not a lot of Bill on the podcast. Unclear. I mean, you would think he has literally nothing more to do other than join the podcast. Do you you think we're all locked inside? Do you think he's secretly working on Donald Trump's uh, COVID task force? No, you're insane. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think it's possible he's flying down on Tuesdays when we record. He's flying down to D.C. and he's helping prep the president. Well, I guess um, that'll be a big announcement when he gets back on next week, then. <laughs> yeah, stick around next week for Bill's announcement, whether or not he's on the COVID task force. Working at the White House. Yes. So how you doing, Jessica? Um, I'm good. I thought two weeks had gone by already, and then I realized it was only a week. Is that strange? Uh, no, uh, losing sense of time during the pandemic is 100% normal. Uh, I've been looking for any excuse whatsoever to get my children out of the house. And, oh, what? Really? Well, well somewhere safe. Uh, yeah. Know, but there's nowhere to go. And because we're currently dealing with, uh, apparently, the sun has decided to increase its intensity by 10,000 times. I can't mm-hmm. even get them to go out like like regular <laughs> kids outside. We're living on a desert planet. We're living on Arrakis. You got to take them to a swimming pool. Well, so... There's there's public swimming pools, but I'm not going to take them to those death camps. I mean, th- those things are 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 you know, scary as hell. Uh, uh-huh. You know, by, not death camps, plague camps. Uh, but so I was I looked into something. There's there's an app called Swimplify, like simplify, uh-huh. but swim. It's like you can rent swimming pools uh, mm-hmm. for the hour. That's awesome. Well, they're very expensive, though. What do you What do you think it costs to rent a swimming pool for an hour? So it's like pool hopping, right? Yeah, it's like Airbnb, but for pools. So it's like you're a family, you have a pool, and you're like, I'm not going to use my pool for an hour. I'll let these jerks who don't have a pool come in and swim. Uh, I'd hope it'd be like two fifty. I hope it's not more than that. Two fifty, like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Per per hour or per day. For a visit. It's $60 an hour. Okay. But that seems excessively high to me. I think it would be a huge interruption in the person's life to, like, have strangers show up at their house and sit by their pool. I guess so. I feel like $30 an hour is more reasonable. I'm much more willing to pull the trigger at $30 an hour. Mm-hmm. $60 you- an hour feels a little bit uh, greedy to me. Are you able to negotiate? I, well, it's an app, so I don't know if you can or not. I didn't get far enough into the app because you know I'm, I'm trying to buy one of these Intech pools. You know, but there's you can't get Intech pools, you can't get uh, weights, you can't get anything for your home enjoyment because everybody has bought all of those things, and I guess they've stopped making them. Yeah, sold out everywhere. Okay. 
So if you see an Intech pool, buy it for me, Jessica. I'll pay you back. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. All that shopping I'm doing when I like brave out into the real world. Well, my wife. I'll, I'll ship them over to the blacks. Yes, please. My my wife uh, bought a Intech pool online, and then like three days later, they're like, "Sorry, we don't have any." So I'm fairly no. certain she just gave our credit card information to Chinese scam artists. Well, I've been hearing the same thing about Peloton bikes. If you buy one because it's like the perfect time to have one right now, you still have to like wait for two months for it to be delivered at this point. Yeah. There's just none left. But you know what? Buy it because with the way things are going, we're still going to be on lockdown for the next, you know, five or six years. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't think that price is too bad for a swimming pool. I mean, think of how much it would cost to take your family to like a water park for a day. And I feel like that's kind of comparable. Yeah, but it's you know it's if if it was like water park type um, attractions like you know, but it's just somebody's pool, you know, it's just just floating around for sixty bucks. I'll, I'll go and buy a uh, a bucket, and you can just sit in the bucket. But it's not like sixty dollars a person. It's like sixty dollars and bring everyone you want. So. Yes, but an hour though, Jessica. That's just yeah. Know. Do it for like three hours. I mean, however long your kids last on the beach, I guess, would be, right. like, a good time. Well, that's the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, I don't let them go to the bathroom anywhere. So I, we'd have to we'd have to work out. I couldn't do longer than an hour because they'd have to, uh, you know, relieve themselves <laughs> places. Oh, gross. Well, I, I, we we drove to the Poconos this weekend. My, my in-laws have a house, so we went up to the Poconos. And it was Ooh, good. Nice. Yeah, it was good training for uh, for the apocalypse that's coming. And they were peeing in the lake the whole time? Well, no, no, no. We, we had a house to pee in. But, like, on the way up, like, you know, my kids are like, we got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm pulling over. Everybody's going to go outside. Nobody's allowed to pee in a McDonald's. McDonald's, death areas in the best of times. Not right. During, during uh, Mega Plague, even worse. So, you know, my, my daughters had to learn how to uh, pop a squat, as they say. Yeah, sort of like Hell on Earth any time of year. Other, other, they do have amazing chicken nuggets, I gotta say. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, have you seen the chicken nuggets prior to uh, them actually cooking the chicken nuggets? The pink yeah, paste? Yeah, that like, pink, pink paste stuff, yeah. Yeah, I always wonder, like, people who get, like, how could you eat that stuff? Like, they always show it to you, like, oh, look at, look at what it is before it cooks. Are you going to eat it now? I'm always like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I knew it wasn't good for me like before I saw that video <laughs> it, it wasn't like you, you like did a revelation like can you believe this stuff that doesn't look like any part of a chicken isn't from a part of a chicken like yeah no I got it <laughs> I know why are people so worked up about that like obviously it's delicious and it's still food you're gonna eat it yeah there's a whole subsection of like uh, you know, there. You know, vegan people in general are, are are annoying. But like, there's a subsection of people who aren't vegan, but like, they want to tell you that that your food choices are bad no matter what. Like, they they just got to in, interject themselves. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're sitting there, you're talking about something that you love, like Taco Bell, and they're like, "Oh my god, you you eat that stuff? You should eat real Mexican food." And when you go like, "Yeah, I would," but there is no real Mexican food on the New Jersey Turnpike. So I'm going to eat Taco Bell. I apologize, but I have to eat like a regular American. Yeah, like when people go to Domino's in the the Midwest, it's forgivable. But when they're doing it in New Jersey, you're just like, enough of this already. Right. Well, yeah, if if you're driving somewhere 
And you got to stop. You're, you're going to eat whatever is available to you. I, I understand if you have a nice place near you, you order from that. But stop food shaming people in America. That's, that's my stand. I'm going to run for office on the food shaming platform. Against Bill on his uh, COVID-19 task force? That's right. Bill's on the COVID-19 task force. I'm on an anti-food and anti-floss uh, shaming platform. You know my feelings on floss shaming. Floss shaming? Really? When you go to the dentist and they give you that, they kind of squint at you and they go like, hey, when was the last time you flossed? And you just want I to say, don't know your feelings on this because I used to always be on that end of the spectrum of like, you do it for me whenever I went to the dentist. Right. Until my husband shamed me and I realized I didn't want to be on the wrong side of the argument in terms of like whether or not you should floss every day. So here's the thing. I understand that it's the right thing to do. I am not against flossing. But I am paying you, Mr. Dentist, for a service. And part of that payment involves not criticizing me if it's obvious I didn't floss for a while. Just get the Cheetos out of there and leave me alone and stop making me feel bad. I don't want to leave my your office feeling bad about my dental choices. It's like when you get your nails done at the nail salon and they ask you if you want your eyebrows too. And it's like, I did not request this or yeah. your opinion. Yeah. Why don't you ask me if I need a breath mint while I'm at it? Yeah. <laughs> no, really. You want a breath mint? No, really. Do you want yeah. a breath mint? Yeah. It's it's we we need to live in a world where I can make bad choices and no one tells me that it's a problem. Yeah. Just full steam ahead. Full steam ahead always with all of my terrible choices. Well, speaking of terrible choices, I I I've been talking about all of the things I'm doing. Have you gotten out of the house? Have you done anything? Where are you headed? What are you doing, Jessica? I am very unfortunately, there's like very little going on. Um, I do have a wedding shower to go to this weekend. And it says on the invitation, either stop in for 10 minutes or hang around a little bit longer if you like. So it's like a backyard social gathering. I don't know how many people are going to be there, but I'm very curious to see how many people show up in the quarantine. And then the wedding is at the end of August and it's like 70 people. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a big N.O. for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm wondering how many people won't come, but I think, I mean, I don't know. It's like not that crazy of a gathering, and it's pretty small. I don't know. I, every it's time I outdoors. hear about something like this, I, I I picture the news report afterwards. You know, where they're doing a profile on Jessica Gibson had her whole life in front of her, and then she said to herself, "But it's only a small gathering. What's the worst that could happen?" You know, you don't want to. You don't want to be like in the news intro about your gathering. I, I say, don't, don't do it. Yeah, but you don't want to like not live your life. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather not live my life and have it than live my life and lose it. Uh, that, that's on the Black Family uh, plaque. <laughs> have yeah. you, live. Don't live your life and have it versus live your life and lose it. So when your daughter um, asks you if you're going to die soon or not, you could be like. Not that I'm planning on. Right. I won't die soon, but I can guarantee you my life won't be worth living. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so my wife's friend, speaking of, of wedding showers, she yeah. had a bachelorette party to go to. So mm -hmm. they, they didn't want to do anything out because, you know, plague. So they decided to do a bachelorette party, but like just in this girl's backyard. So like the, five, the, the 15 girls that would have went to the bachelorette party just gathered in the backyard. But they right. got 
dressed up in the outfits that they would have worn for the bachelorette party. So my yeah, wife was showing we did me that too. pictures and they're like all in these like huge, like I, I dare I say revealing outfits. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? Well, I guess they've, and here's the thing. I guess they felt a little more daring because it was just the girls. So, uh-huh. so they wore like <laughs> outfits that would like maybe draw negative attention for you. Should you do them at a club? So like, I'm, right. My wife was like, Hey, check this out. And she showed me a picture of her friends and I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? Is, is, <laughs> is she divorcing her husband and out on the prowl? And I was like, no, they're just out having, having fun bachelorette times. Um, and I, I guess, so you said you did the same thing. So you got together and you got all dressed up. Is this just a girl thing? You just like to be in outfits? Yeah. I think sometimes girls just dress for each other rather than what anyone thinks about them. Like they just like want an outfit that all the girls will like and think is trendy and compliment. What is it? Okay. So this is actually very interesting to me because, uh, as a guy, I know what I look for in a girl's outfit and that's not a lot of fabric. So when, as a girl though, what's like, what are you looking for in another girl's outfit to go, Oh my God, that's so cute. Or to have your outfit be complimented. I'm assuming pockets are involved. I feel like it's more what's on trend at the time. So if it's like the springtime, something floral or right now, these really high puffy sleeves that kind of look like the pirate shirt from Seinfeld are very in. Really? So, yeah. And I feel like my husband would look at it and say, that's a really dumb shirt. But I feel like if I had a chance, the girls would be like, oh, I love it. So I actually have one that I have on hold um, i'm gonna wear it to the thing this weekend very puffy sleeves puffy sleeves are in do you do you under i mean you it's just for other girls like you know that we don't like recognize that you're wearing a trendy outfit right like you chase is not he'll he'll probably make fun of your your pirate outfit but other than that he's not going to notice you're wearing that if it's something where I walk out of the house and Chase is like, what are you wearing? Because it's got like some type of romper aspect to it or like right. a crazy pattern. But then, yeah, that's an outfit that I wore for the girls. Gotcha. Not not to impress any guys. Yeah. yeah it's it's I think that uh, maybe there should be like a uh, like a color coding that you you put on when you you say like, I'm not going like I'm not wearing this outfit to impress you guys tonight. So like you you like maybe like you maybe it's the purse like any like a red purse means like hey stay away green purse means hey come on over I'm ready to right. go. I told you my theory that that uh, all boys should go to a strip club at some point to learn how women feel. Wait, why would they? What do you mean? How would they pick up on that? Okay, so check this out, Jessica. This is my this is my grand theory. I've been to a feel stri- like I I'm glad you asked. Yeah, glad you asked. <laughs> I haven't been to a strip club. I want to I want to make this clear in about 15 years. Since my bachelor party, I think that was the last time I was in a strip club. But here's how it works at a strip club. Those strippers only make money on the private dances, okay? The the actual dancing on the the like the regular the one from the TV shows where they're up on the pole, they don't make any money from that. That's just like dollar And it's bills. like raining on them. Yeah. Unless a rapper comes in and is trying to show off, you're not making any money from that. You make all your money on the uh, the the private dances. So what happens is they go up, they do their dance, and then they come down and they look for dudes to get them to buy the private dances. Right. So if you're out with your friends, 
And there's a stripper that went up. Like, you could go to a strip club and not want a private dance. Like, you just, like this, you're just meeting up with your friends. This is where they all wanted to be. You're going to just have some hot wings and watch the hockey game and occasionally look at a naked woman. But that's it, right? You're or, just there for the food. You're, you're just there for the food and the fun and the, the, the fraternity of it all. Or maybe you don't like that particular girl. Right. But the girl wants her money. She doesn't care about you as a person. She just wants her money. So sometimes she'll sit down and start talking to you. And you're like, you, you don't want to upset the girl. So you're being super polite. Like, oh, yeah, no. Hey, nice shoes or whatever. Nice feather boa. And at the end, she go, she'll go like, hey, do you want to go do a private dance? And you feel pressured to say yes. Right. And I was so thinking that is the, the lesson for your son built in there. <laughs> that is what I realized that's what women feel like every single time they go out. Occasionally, one of the girls' dances come down and want to talk to you, and you're like, oh, my God, that's exactly the girl that I wanted to have a private dance from. Thank God she talked to me. Here, I'll gladly give her my $20. But most of the time, you're just like, oh, my God, she's coming this way. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Oh, I made eye contact. Now I got to be polite to this girl. I don't want to be polite to this girl, but I have to be because I feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's women every day of their life yes most of the time or you mean like meeting strangers at a bar right right, right. like sometimes you walk over to the girl and the girl goes oh my god that's the exact boy that i was hoping would come over and talk to me although uh in my experience it is never i'm never the exact boy they were hoping to talk to. <laughs> but but most of the time it's just like i will be polite to you but i'm going to try to send you as many signals as i can that i don't want to have the private lap dance Right. Please and don't have ask an me internal anxiety attack about it well, the whole time. Right. The whole time. You're just like, I don't want to be impolite. This is this is weird. Why are they giving me the? And you get to the point where you're like this. You almost want to say, I'm just here with my friends trying to have a good time. Could you please leave me alone? I and, mean, girls say that. Yeah. I, I. It took me many years to figure out. Oh, my God. That's the. So I was I was thinking that's the feeling. <laughs> that is the feeling. I think that everybody should go to a strip All boys should go to a strip club, but for feminist purposes. Say? Hashtag um, feminism, Jessica. I'm slightly concerned, but not surprised. I, but it's not concerning, right? I mean, this is a good lesson that all boys can learn. And it's hard to explain to them how it feels in, like, just empathetic terms because all boys are basically uh, narcissistic sociopaths. So you I have can't, to like relate to their sisters or, or something at least to like think of how the girls would feel like if it were a relative you see i but here's the thing guys in their brain like when they start talking to a girl at a club or whatever they're like oh what a lucky girl she gets to talk to me right they they don't right. have it like and even if you tried to explain to most guys like hey you know 99 times out of 100 they don't want to talk to you like in their brain they'll be like well i'm the one though i'm yeah i'm the one out of 100 <laughs> that that they want so like i i think that color coding the um the purses red stay away green means hey open for business uh and also oh taking... okay so not just in dress dressing for girls but like well yeah like you know i put on this outfit and i look i know i look good but understand i only look good for other girls because i'm trying to have this uh you know weird power over them Versus, hey, I know I look good, and also, I just broke up with my boyfriend, so I'm on the rebound, and I might be willing to go with a seven, where I usually uh, wait for nines. So, green means go, put on a green outfit if right. you're, like, ready to go, not have a girl's night, and go 
have people buy you drinks out of the bar. Absolutely. Now, I know that it's it's like girls shouldn't have to do this. I'm just trying to find a middle ground where everybody works, where you say like, hey, wearing the red outfit, get away. And then everybody, like the bouncer comes over and goes, oh, excuse me, sir, do you see she's wearing the red outfit? She obviously does not want to talk to you. Move along. <laughs> I've seen that for COVID events. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it's at this, this wedding in August. But there's either a green bracelet for like, you know, hug me, a yellow bracelet for like, you know, high five me, and a red bracelet for stay away. I'm quarantining. I'm going to sit over alone. I love that, but I think they should add one more where it's a spiked bracelet that says, if you get within six yards of me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Warning, I have a poking stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay far, far away, you creepazoid. We'll say. I'll, I'll let you know and report back. I mean, that was not your comedy show, was it? Well, when no, you went... When I did my comedy show, I I told the uh, guy that I was just going to wait in my car till it was my turn to to go on. And then when I went up, I was like a good, I'd say, maybe 20 feet from the closest person. Mm-hmm. So I felt relatively safe. Where it's going to be problematic is I got a gig in Las Vegas coming up. Uh, oh, at the are you going to drive? Well, it's at the end of September. And, I, you know, part of me is like, well, with the way things are going, you know, the American Southwest will be a demilitarized zone by, you know, the middle of September. I don't have to worry about this. But mm-hmm. now we're like, you know, we're we're two months out and I'm starting to get that, you know, it's just called low level paranoia at all times. But now I'm sort of like, do I call them now? Like I, I had a cruise that was supposed to go next week. And, and you still haven't called it off? No, they they didn't call it off until like three or four days ago. Uh, and I had already told them like, hey, there's no possibility that this is happening. Like we can't even use our passports to get into other countries anymore. So like mm-hmm. I, I don't see this happening. But if it does happen, like maybe don't use me. Uh, but they wrote me back like three or four days ago like, hey, as it turns out, this COVID thing not going away. So uh, we're, not, we're not doing it. Sorry. So, so did they reschedule or is that just so far out in advance? Have they been doing this every week or, you know, on every other week or whatever basis of like waiting to last second so to cancel? The cruises, no, the cruises, like they were canceled all the way through the, until the end of July. It was, it was next week that they were going to start back up. And just a couple of days ago, they decided that the next week is not going to happen. So I don't know what their new date that they're not going to hit is going to be. My next gig mm. with them is New Year's. So my my plan was to spend New Year's on the boat. So we'll have to see. And I just got booked for this huge gig out in Ohio. Like, it's a three-day event. And, like, I have, Ooh. like, a whole bunch of, like, TV interviews and radio interviews that I have to do. And it's at the end of January. And even that, I was, like, talking to the booker. And I was like, I'll take this gig. But please understand... There's a chance that, you know, by the time this happens, it's in Ohio, you know, it's going to be Mad Max out there. You know, I'm going to have to drive, you know, my go-go juice and, uh, you know, with my my uh, guitar player on the semi and uh, and come out and and play Thunderdome. But uh, by the way, all of those references, none of them hit, did they, Jessica? They are really hard. I was really working to like figure them out, but I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, it's it's. You, you I'll s- have to ask my dad. Yeah, ask your dad. <laughs> ask the nerdy guys in your life if you have any. 
Um, oh, he's always like, oh, Jay made that joke, and you just didn't even react. It's like, well, that <laughs> it was a reference from the 80s. I'm sorry I didn't pick up on that. Well, I did. I referenced Mad Max, but I also referenced Mad Max Fury Road, which came out in 2015. So I don't I don't feel too bad about that. If you haven't seen like Mad a little, Max... little kid show, though? Mad Max Fury Road? No. That's Charlize Theron and... Uh, uh, what's his face from uh, uh, Bane from Dark Knight Rises? Can't think of his name. Thomas Hardy. I thought it was Little Kids Show. No. Are there squirrels in it, or like weird like space raccoons? I think you're thinking. Are are you thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy? Or yes, that's uh, it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, Mad Max uh, Fury Road, not Guardians of the Galaxy, Je- Jessica. But uh, I would like to see a mashup between the two. That would be fun. Yeah, I mean, I've already got it going in my head, so let's just get started. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, I think we've, let's see, I have Chinese food that just arrived, so I, I feel like when Chinese Oh, nice. Food, yeah, oh, it's the best. We, uh, we, uh, they all know us as the contactless delivery. I'm get, trying to get them to get one of those t-shirt guns so that when they drive by, they can just launch the food in through my window. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you don't want to crack the fortune cookies, though. Oh, I don't, I don't eat fortune cookies, Jessica. Number oh. one, they, <laughs> okay. Number one, they are subpar cookie. Number two, I do not believe that the fortunes tell us anything. And there was a shift in fortunes a couple of years ago that I disagree with. I, they, they used to have fortunes where they'd be like, "Hey, some good stuff's going to happen to you tomorrow. Enjoy it." But now it's just like life advice, and mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way about life advice from a yogi at a yoga studio as I do about life advice from a cookie, which is this. Don't. I don't don't need life advice from you, cookie. Don't tell me to stop and smell the roses. You're a cookie. What the hell do you know? Right. Um, Well, I don't want to keep you from your Chinese food. Yeah, we want want 26 minutes. This is a good thing. Jessica, are you still on Twitter? Uh, Yes, still at ChasingJessNut, N-U-T-T. Have you just muted me on Twitter because I'm so crazy liberal on there? That, That would be the way to do it. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, you are muted. Sorry to break it to you. What's that? Sorry to break it to you. No, that's okay. I prefer the numbers. Uh, so, and I say this to all of our conservative, uh, followers, just, uh, Hey, follow me on Twitter. Then just mute me. I just need the numbers so I can get booked at gigs once the plague is over or hate, follow me and watch all the terrible liberal posts that I make. It's hilarious for you guys. Uh, but that's right. the way to do it. Oh, I should say, Jay Black is funny on Twitter for me, Chasing Jess Nut for Jessica. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back Thank next you. week with Bill bye. back from his COVID adventure. <laughs> All right, bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.